Welcome to the Personal Wisdom Show with me, Mita Johnson and Dr. Pat. Are you curious to learn about your soul level purpose? Do you want to explore how you can move forward in your life in a way that's more in line with your purpose and values? Have you ever been told to just ignore that little voice inside? Then you are already aware of your knowing. This show is an opportunity to hear my story of uncovering my personal wisdom and to learn to do it for yourself. Be fearless in trusting your body, intuition, and inner knowing. Get ready to step into your wisdom and bring forward your authenticity. The Personal Wisdom Show starts now. Everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Um, I am Dr. Pat, but I am so thrilled to be doing this fabulous show with the host of the show, the host of the Personal Wisdom Show with Mita Johnson. This is where we get to trust the wisdom and the power within. And all of that surrounds itself with the aura, with the amazement of what we call success in the world. And I love that word because it's so objectively defined and yet it's so subjectively lived. Wow, that was a, like a cool little statement right there. We should copy it and record it. Oh my gosh, what an idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amita, it's great to have you here. Happy New Year to you. And boy, this topic for this episode couldn't be more timely. I think many of us, I'll speak for myself, so far this year, this has been a lesson almost every day, learning to trust your wisdom. Now, let me ask you this so we can get going. If we did that, how can we imagine our lives? Oh, it's... There is no limit. There is no limit. You know, your wisdom is really your operating system. It's what keeps you going day to day. It keeps you safe. It helps you be smart. It helps you be connected. And when we learn to really listen and tune in and trust it, we make the absolute best decisions for ourselves. We're human beings. We do stupid things. We don't listen. We know that's all a fact. But when you really hone your skills at hearing your wisdom, knowing what it looks like and feels like, you really do put yourself on the path to live your very best life. Let's just do a quick recap. Perfect. Because personal wisdom, I know you live it. I know you breathe it. I know we're all challenged with it. And it shows up in so many ways. It can show up from the most, my words, trivial of daily events where we mm -hmm. get the opportunity. But because the event's trivial, we don't pay any attention. We don't think it's a big thing. Or it could show up in a larger arena to decisions we make. You know, like me, for example, do I actually get on a plane tomorrow and come back? What am I, what am I going to follow? What am I going to trust? How do, I, how do I use that guidance systems to make that decision? And then there's so many others. But let's do a recap from your perspective and let's have folks that haven't heard what we've talked about before. Let's give them a chance to like catch up. Awesome. What a great way to kick off the new year. No kidding. I based my show and my business name around personal wisdom because 
I absolutely fundamentally believe every one of us possesses everything we need. And for me, and for those of you who followed along or listened, it begins with your soul level purpose. This is something we're born with. It's what we're called here to do. It's part of the value that our soul brings to the earth at this point in time. It's also a pathway to really tapping in and beginning to know what your wisdom is. My personal statement in terms of my soul level purpose is to be completely me, trusting my connection to source, providing invisible service as a trusted listener, creating space for all. What's powerful in that for people is when they have the language to know what that soul level purpose is, they have their guideposts. And for me, my connection to source is the living, breathing, central aspect of what I do. Source is however you define deity. I use that word because I don't want to offend anybody. Everybody comes at it from their own belief or non-belief, but there is that powerful connection for us here. When you have that language Every single client that I've worked with and every person who's trained in uncovering it like I am knows that your soul has a physical place of knowing. So when you can say those words, you can begin to hear the first real clue from your body of bing, 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 you got it. Mine sits here as an energy halo. People I know, it can be a throat voice. It can be tingly fingers. Every one of us is different. And it shows up in its own way. And when you have the language to state your soul purpose, you have your guideposts. When you can physically feel where that purpose resonates in your body, that becomes your compass. It's your way to really trust and to know that every single decision you're making is the best decision for you. I teach my clients a tool of how to ask questions and get an answer from that. The other thing that I think is important for people to catch up is our purpose has a shadow. Because we are human beings, we aren't these perfect little angelic beings that gets everything right and sits always in that perfect space. Life, we're here for a reason. But by knowing what your purpose is and honoring what its shadow or its opposite side is, you have the power then, Pat, as you mentioned, to choose every single day. Do I get on that airplane or not? Let's see, COVID surging, my family might need me. I can work remote. You have the ability to go through all of those steps and physically listen to what your body telling you in terms of how you make that choice. Yeah. Um, I want to use this as an example, if you don't mind, because your work is so powerful. I was really struck by it. And I have to tell you, uh, I was away and just got to the show on time because even as I'm speaking with you, even as I'm speaking with you, my flight got canceled two or three times. I lost count, by the way. I don't know which one it is. Jessica probably knows. I don't know if Jacob's doing the show. Somebody knows how many times. I don't know. I'm scheduled to come back tomorrow. Um no weather problems on uh, that are going to happen on the on the west coast but clearly they're getting a snowstorm here but that wouldn't deter me we're living in some uncertain times and five minutes before i got on air you said it call family members sent home 
exposed to COVID. Another family member is in bed. A little baby, a year old, exposed. Another wife, exposed. Now, I will tell you this. Linda, myself, and Karen, we have not been, well, I, Linda and I have not been in contact with the family members. Why? I don't know. I mean, in the, the scheme of things, the holidays, you're, but these are the decisions. So when you ask the question, is it about getting on a plane or is it about being here and support a family? Boy, that is where you have to use your personal wisdom. You know, is it going to be too taxing on my team and my business and Jessica if I stay here another week? What's in my heart? Where am I going to be of most service? See, this is not a question that I think Pat's just answering. You and I today, you had to go through your own tribulations to do the show because things have changed. Isn't this the way that we can call in personal wisdom? Or did I give an example that's not appropriate? Yeah, I think you hit it exactly on. You know, every day we're faced with choices and those choices can serve ourself or they can serve others. If you're serving yourself, it can be both your positive side and your shadow side. So the selfish part of your example might be, it's just simpler to get back on that plane and go back to my office where everything runs like clockwork. <laughs> and you can absolutely make that choice and get on the plane and live with it and have a little to no regrets. You also can make the opposite choice that for me and my purpose, serving others in my family takes precedence. The rest of this is a simple workaround. So I'm going to choose to stay connected to my family. I might not see them again. Work will always be there. But when you ask yourself which way you want to serve, mm -hmm. Pat, I'd ask you, what does your body tell you? Mm -hmm. When you ask those two questions and sit with it for a minute, what do you physically feel in your body when you think about answering, do I get on the plane or do mm -hmm. I stay here? I could tell you like right before the show when Linda and I were talking about this and we looked at each other and I think Linda's question was something like, what about this one-year-old baby? I mean, you know, so when your heart starts to hear questions that you absolutely have no answers for, you mm -hmm. start to feel a sense of something that's very different than I should get on a plane and go back tomorrow. I may mm -hmm. not know exactly what that is now. And that's my question to you about personal wisdom. You know, we don't always get like a clarity in the moment, but in this case, I got a pause to stop. Mm -hmm. and think. Does that make sense? It does. I think clarity comes back to Pat with practice and no, not every answer is going to be clear every time. Mm -hmm but you stumbled into the gold mine. Your body told you to pause. Yeah. And you listened. Yeah. yeah. You stopped and said, wait a minute, what's really going on here? You didn't jump to the head brain answer of logically, this is what I need to do. I'm a businesswoman. This is what matters. My family's going to love me no matter what. Our brains take that over in an instant. And most of us let our brains drive. 
Yeah. You paused long enough to listen to your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your and heart sense power. Yeah. And you've nailed it. And and of course, and it and then three minutes passed, and I'm like, I gotta get we're gonna do the show. But see the beauty of the way the universe works for me. And I'd love for you to talk about this when we come back from break. The beauty of what we're doing is I think that there's such a benevolent life force energy, whatever people want to call it, God, it doesn't matter. I believe it's benevolent and it's always trying to guide us to a better or a next place or something that gives us insight into a pathway. You know, the times that I've gone down that dark side, that shadow side, that's been about me. That's been all looking at myself in the face, knowing I should not watch the movie Jaws when it came out. <laughs> and then I watched it and I didn't go into water for 10 years. When we come back, that's a great metaphor, by the way. When we come back, we're going to talk more about our human form and what it is we've been gifted with here to help guide us. Is it all mine? But as I talked about before, what is everyone feeling now? You know, what is the sense of this now for where you are in your life and your world? You know, 2022, for me, it's all about a new and it's all about a renew. It's a time really to check out and check in at the same time. Check out what's going on around you. Check in about what's going on within you. And your message, Mita, is, hello, you've got something called personal wisdom. Let's not struggle with looking for the answers. When we come back, say goodbye to struggle. When we come back, Mita is going to take us on a journey of how we tap into this and how she works with people across the globe to know that we have this personal wisdom. If you want to find out all about Mita Johnson, go to her website, personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. When we come back, and by the way, we're taking your calls. This is a live call-in show, so please feel free. 1-800-930-2819. Clues, cues, oh my. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Is your life stressful and unfulfilling? Would you like to make changes, but you don't know how? Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. I'd like to recommend The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. This is a memoir with questions to help you change your story and live a life that's more pleasing to you. For more information or to purchase this fabulous book, please go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. 
Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit QuantumTouch.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have you join us. The Personal Wisdom Show with Nita Johnson. Trust the wisdom and power within you to create success. Great, great, great lessons. Learning to trust your wisdom. This is an important, important conversation. You know, I mean, we could talk a lot just about the word trust. I studied it for Mm -hmm. 10 years. Um, I guess they tell you you have to study what you don't know how to do. (laughs) Something like that somebody said i don't know but you work with people and you help people understand the power of this before the break we were talking about a number of different things direct lines of sight big and small but we don't know the multifaceted nature of our minds of our brains but you used a great example to talk about the cues that i got before i came on air what are some of the things that get in the way of us listening to this? And let's talk about how we could help folks today pay attention to this, because I am really seriously thinking about this now. You know, Linda would say, just get on the plane, we'll be okay. That, that would be Linda. And I believe her because she believes that. But this is my best friend. Do I leave her in the middle of the family and two people in bed, one just got sent home, right? Help us understand how we use this marvelous human form we have to go to that place of knowing what to do. Thank you. In the work I've done and the studying, and I am by no means an expert, but am certainly a curious human being, I've learned that this little physical shell that we gift as a human being actually has three brains and maybe a fourth one. We have our head brain that everybody knows. We have our heart brain that people kind of know. We have our gut brain, which most people call their intuition. And they're beginning to believe that there's actually a fourth one, which is a back brain. So you think about those times when you feel somebody watching you and that tingly, something's being picked up on the reverse side of your body that does not have eyes. 
that's telling you to be aware. So science is uncovering so many glorious things about this machine that we occupy. I start there because all of those options give us clues. We are taught from small children to use our head brain. Logic is all pervasive, particularly in the US where we live. Just be logical, don't be emotional, don't be any of those you know, soft, squishy things. Just live in your head. Our brains can make very good decisions based on our experiences and what we've been taught. But in my learning and my experience, it is a very mechanical, computerized, almost mechanical response, I guess is the best way that I come up with it. When I started to learn about the heart brain, that's that place of emotion. It's that center. It's what radiates out. It fills all of you. You know, we give hearts on Valentine for a reason. We make hearts with our hand for a reason. The heart isn't just a mechanical thing. It actually has four ways that it communicates with our body, through our nervous system, through our hormones, through pulse waves, and through the electromagnetic field. So you think about all of those things in this little fist-sized thing sitting in the middle of you, and it emanates that core response. The one I think people are most familiar with is their gut brain or intuition. And women in particular, men I'm finding becoming more but less historically are actively taught and told not to listen to that intuition. Oh, it's just women's intuition. Oh, she's just listening. It's always a dismissive thing. But it's our gut brain. It's our lizard brain. It's our survival focus. So when I work with my clients, I ask them to really think about a place. So we've been talking about your COVID dilemma right now. And really tune in and say, how does my head respond to this? How does my heart feel about this? And what is my intuition or my gut telling me? When you get all three of those signals giving you the same response, you are absolutely and completely in alignment. When they are not in alignment is where you get to make those choices of which one are you going to trust? Are you going to go with your head logic? Are you going to go with more the emotional center of your heart? Or are you going to go with that lizard survival instinct that's in your gut? And it's really, Pat, thinking about how each of those areas show up for us, what they mean for you, and what serves you the best. I don't think every one of us, our personal wisdom doesn't come from the same place in our body. We have all of them, but different ones are different tuned for people. For me, I know my heart wisdom is the strongest because that's what drives my halo when I'm engaged. That is literally my heart to source connection. I go to my gut wisdom next and my head wisdom last as I'm looking through. It really is a tool set and a process for you to think about. Yeah. I mean, this is one of these situations where, um, and, and I'm given a situation that's out of our time. You know, this is the day and time we live in, mm-hmm. but personal wisdom and the way that you help people and guide people, it can be used for many, many things. And, and I just gave an example that was real for me for today, but there are so many other things that go on in our day where we could call on our personal wisdom to really guide the ship 
right? Mm -hmm. And that's really a powerful part of your message today. Now, I gave an example that just literally happened, right? Mm -hmm. two, two minutes before I got here, and I really haven't had a chance to really let, let me say think about it. But my initial feeling about it was, whoa, right? That mm -hmm. was like, whoa. But let's talk about how every day we get these cues. I mean, have you ever decided you're at a corner, uh, especially if you're in New York, right? You're at a corner and the light turns and you're ready to go across the street and everybody's going, but you take a moment not to step, mm -hmm. right? Now, some people say, ah, that's your intuition. Maybe, but I didn't take the step. And then, then as you do not take that step, what you find out is something 10 feet away from you happens that you would have been in the middle of, right? And we don't give ourselves mm -hmm. enough credit on those kinds of things or other. I mean, there's so many examples. Personal wisdom, if you could talk to this, somehow we've made it this thing that only 1% of the people can use and they only use it for 1% of the time. And that is, I think, one of the greatest mm -hmm. misconceptions of our time. I agree. You know, we're given cues and clues all day long. We all have an energy field. That energy field's connected to everything around us. Your example of the caution about not stepping out into the street. It's as simple as looking at that box of chocolates left over from the holidays. It's like, do I eat it or don't I eat it? You know, my head says, well, the sooner they're gone, the better it is for me. So let's eat one. My heart says, man, I really, really like chocolate. And my gut goes, yeah, but you're going to have an upset stomach for the next six hours because you know too much sugar doesn't agree with you. All three of those are very visceral cues on something as simple as a piece of chocolate. So when you tune in and listen that's where that trust word that we used earlier in the episode starts to come from. I think the 1% of this only use their wisdom because it comes back to that word. Either they don't know their body's giving them the clue or they've been taught not to trust it or they haven't experienced the listening enough to know what to trust. I could pick all three answers on that piece of chocolate and none of them would be wrong. The right answer is don't eat it because my body physically doesn't feel good. I mean, there are literal repercussions for that 30 seconds of eating that piece of chocolate. And it sounds kind of trite, but that's my body's knowing on multiple levels. It knows sugar isn't good for me. It knows that piece of chocolate is sugar. It knows it's going to taste good and that sugar is a very addicting substance. And if I have this one, I'm going to want another one. But the strongest voice in all of that is, is it worth not feeling good an hour from now? And that's wisdom. And that's that knowing, and that's that trusting and listening. There's a bit of trial and error while you figure out which one you listen to and when you listen to them, but it's absolutely present every single day. And the more you do, my experience is the less those questions even show up. You know, I've practiced it enough. I don't even consciously think about it. My new clients, I literally give them a paper and pencil exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I tell them to put it on their Excel spreadsheet. 
It's a binary. Is this in alignment with my purpose? Is this in alignment with my values? Am I feeling it in my personal place of knowing? Because that repetition of consciously going through that process and saying yes or no, and then believe yourself. Don't just go through the exercise, but follow through on what you learned. Yeah. You get fast at it. It's literally second nature. And you become much more nuanced to listening to the more subtle mm-hmm. cues that your body gives you other than just the, oh, yep, my energy halo just kicked in. This is a really good thing for me to be doing. Yeah. I now know what to feed myself, how to behave, how to sleep, all sorts of cues. I love this because, you know, it's interesting as I was thinking about this, uh, you know, Linda didn't even get to finish her statement. And my, my reaction was, oh no, tell Karen, no shopping, right? Like don't go to the mall to get a piece of luggage, right? So I already knew in that moment, there was something in me that became concerned, you know, and, and this is life. This goes through life in the same way, whether it's a job interview you're on and you're in the middle of the interview and something just doesn't feel right about it. Uh, or mm-hmm. you meet somebody and you, you know, at, at, at some kind of a, a meeting place and you're talking with them and you immediately feel a connection to them and a liking to them. There's just so many instances of this, you know, I watch my mom pick out fruit, right? And I, mm-hmm. I was always in awe with how she did it. Whether we went down to the market down, you know, in New York, or we went to the grocery store, it didn't matter. Somehow she knew how to always get the sweetest fruit. And I I asked her about it later on. And she just would look at me and say, you know, honey, you just know. And I'm like, no, I don't just know. Let's take a short break when we come back. Wouldn't you like to just know? See, that's what Meet is talking mm-hmm. about. You can just know. But then when you do know, what next? See, when you know and you feel something and you, you know that this is the next thing that you're clear about, even in the fog, you're a little bit clear. How do you then get from there? to right action. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're probably going to skip the next break. Mita Johnson, questions 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. 
you're driven and it totally shows. Your career is taking off, you're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up and thrive every second and fourth Tuesday at 1230 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Parenting isn't about perfection. I think we all know that. Parenting is about being present and honest, having compassion for your child and for yourself, communicating consciously and loving unconditionally. Tune in to The Awakened Parent Project with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be an empowered parent through the techniques of the conscious parenting community. To learn more about Susan, visit SusanDolce.com. It takes courage to step into your calling and go for your dreams. Sabotage monsters can get in your way, preventing you from reaching your potential. You can choose to struggle alone, or you can choose community and support, someone to walk beside you, meeting you where you are. If you are ready to make real and lasting change, Coach Christine Clark is here for you. Find out more about one-on-one coaching and group programs with Coach Christine at sunglowtransformation.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have you tune us in and turn us on. You are listening to the Personal Wisdom Show with Mita Johnson, and and I actually get to sit in and join her in this. Um, Today, we're talking about learning to trust your wisdom. You know, think about this for yourselves. Are you at a place where, let's just say stuck, and you don't have to be stuck in the mud, but just stuck you know, stuck in a place of complacency, stuck in a place of indecision, you know, stuck in a place of just simply not knowing. That's what Mita does. Mita, before we go forward, can we tell folks again how they can find out more about you, how they can work with you? All of the above, please. Absolutely. Um, I call myself a success coach because I partner with individuals to really help you understand What's missing in your life? What are your gaps? What are you struggling with? And help you create a definition of success that meets your soul level being and who you are as a person. And then we partner together to tune into that wisdom, create a process, and really help you map your way to success. My work all begins with starting to know your soul level purpose and trusting your wisdom. You can find me at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. There's a contact page there. It'll pop me a note. Every time you outreach our first meeting is complimentary. It's a chance for us to get acquainted, to explore what brings you to me, and for both of us to decide we're a partner. And if we are, we figure out how we work together. If we're not, I get to meet another beautiful soul in the world and see what I can do to create space for them, which is part of my sole purpose. So Pat, thank you for asking. Um, 
I want to talk about this, this part of this work that you help people do. And during the break, you were demonstrating or talking to me about how you help your clients make decisions, you know, putting things down on a spreadsheet, really looking at the pros and cons of things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I didn't know today that I'd be having a conversation with anybody about additional family members that may have COVID, have been exposed to COVID, or are in bed with temperatures right now. I mean, like mm -hmm. what, two miles down the road? Didn't think about that. Um, I've told my team the other day, I read up on our governor's guidelines, and I said, everybody in that office needs to wear a mask like all the time, like in a production room, in the other room, at your desk, you should have a mask on. And I have a $2,000 scrubber in the room scrubbing all the time, like cleaning the air. Um, mm -hmm. But help us understand the power of personal wisdom. And some people call it intuition, right? You know, like, why mm -hmm. wouldn't I cross that street? Like, why would I wait for <laughs> 50 other people on a corner street in New York City that don't wait to charge across that street, right? Like, even before the light change, for real, right? And me, mm -hmm. I don't take that step. Nope. Now, that's just one example. There's so many. It is. You know, intuition really has a negative label in my experience. It's something that, you know, it's not logical. It's not scientific. We can't measure it. Oh, by the way, that's becoming less and less true as science gets more and more refined. But we didn't come to this earth without the tools to navigate you think about it, why would anybody be created and then be turned loose in an environment with no internal compass, no guidance system, no warning system? I mean, we would not put an airplane in the air without its radar, without all of the equipment that's around it. So why would our very complicated bodies be any less than that? Yeah. So if you come from a place of we are equipped to safely navigate this world, and our body was built to do this, why would we not listen to it? So you've got a brain for logic, you've got a heart for your emotion and your expression, your radiance, and you've got your intuition or your gut level that's your early warning system. It's the backup camera that's in my car. We didn't used to have those. I had to turn around and look. That's a pretty faulty way to check things out. To me, that's the corollary of not listening to your wisdom. You're looking over your shoulder. You're trying to see around those struts at the back of your car window. When if you just look at the camera that's right there, it's giving you a full 360 view and feeding you real-time information about what to do next. So I really invite my clients to tune in and to pay attention when they're getting wisdom from their logic brain, wisdom from their heart, and wisdom from their intuition. All of them are viable. As I said, Everybody's is different in terms of where its strength comes from. Yeah. So how do I want to ask you, if you were my client sitting across from me and you were talking about, you know, this just knowing to not buy this piece of luggage, my question to you would be, where did you physically feel that knowing? How did it show up for you? Yeah. And I'll tell you for me, in these few minutes before the show, I don't know if there's a way to describe the feeling of stunned or shocked, mm -hmm. right? Okay. You know, it's that moment where 
you realize that what was once that for other people now becomes that for you, mm -hmm. right? You start mm -hmm. to check. When was the last time we were around them? When was, it, you know, mm -hmm. oh my God, the little one-year-old baby. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, you just go into this and it's so fresh for me. I haven't had time to go through all of it. <laughs> I mean, I really literally but, didn't have time to go through all of it. No, but it but dawned what? on me. It hit me somehow and it made mm -hmm. me pause. So your what happened to me? Yeah. Yeah. My body went to, I, I mean, my body went to a pause, which then had a thought about me getting on an airplane. Now I haven't had the chance to put it together, but that's not a mistake. That, mm -hmm. that incident no. and the plane issue, that's getting on the plane, that's not a mistake, right? So there's something no. my body connected to my mind and to my intuition. I don't know, did I say that? I mean, did I get that? You did. I mean, your body literally stopped you and it invited you to a space to consider options. You still could have gotten on the plane. You could have chosen to say nothing to the person who was gonna go buy a piece of luggage, but you didn't. Your body stopped you for a reason. You pause long enough for your emotion to say, something important is happening here. And for your brain to say, no, stop. So you got yourself in alignment. You did what you could in that situation. The person you're speaking to then needed to trust their wisdom as to whether what your wisdom was for you was the same as their wisdom for them. Yeah. Because you are a conduit to that, but you're not the speaker of that. Right. You gave them the opportunity to pause and to process it. But that's your wisdom and your speaking and your knowing. And the more you can use that, the stronger and truer it becomes mm -hmm. and it becomes faster. Mm -hmm. You know, my clients, we start with the paper and pencil, but the more repetition they do, I can do the checklist in my head in under 15 seconds. And I, I know what the answer is before I do it. That's now my validation tool because mm -hmm. I trust. I've spent enough time listening and trusting that I know, and you can get there too. Yeah. Yeah. Know what your purpose is, know yeah. your values, and listen. Yeah. You know what's fascinating about this as we're talking about it, and I think this is part of your process. So, Mita, I hope you'll address this, is that we get that original alert. I don't have a better word for it. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. some people call it an energetic hit. But we get that original something that alters whatever our energy field is in the moment which then may turn into changing a direction or a course or direction or something we do. It happens in the moments with our children, right? Mm -hmm. If you have kids and you're in that moment and you have that moment where the milk went flying across the table because Johnny was playing with a little rubber toy and you put a glass of milk in front of Johnny and Johnny knocks the thing across the table on your beautiful tablecloth, probably smacking up against the wall. And he is like as happy as can be. And you have that moment, right? Mm -hmm. And you have the moment where you almost forget. You see, if we can learn the pause in that moment, right? Mm -hmm. 
this is where we get to get the realization. So when the person said to me, is it going to be any better if you decide to leave in a month or a week or whatever it is? And I had to think about that. And I'll tell you what the answer is that came to me, not from my left brain, but from the personal wisdom you've been describing throughout the show. And here's what hit me. My first attempt to leave, I did not experience in SeaTac what I experienced in Newark in my first attempt to leave. I got on a plane, TSA, we kept our distance. I mean, I could go through the whole list of what that was like. But getting on a plane in Newark a couple of weeks ago was about as nightmarish as I ever remember in attempting to get on a plane. Mm -hmm. And so, so the question and the answer to the question that came back to me was, yeah, it's got to be better because they can't keep operating like this, given what's happening in the world, especially what you shared with me. You know, I have people that are in nursing and other places that I talk to. But should that matter in should I have to go to a logical explanation about whether I think it's going to get better in a month or a week? Because it almost seems like that's going to cloud my judgment of what we're called to do in the moment. And we do that so often, Mita. Do you know what I mean? I do. You know, I, I don't find that question of, is it going to be better bothersome? No. Because I treat it as my body truly holistically processing my choices. Right now, it's not good to get on. I have to believe it's better. Or I have to get on to exactly. So to take that pause and really feel it from logic, emotion, and gut, what you've done is trusted your wisdom. This is not the time to be there. The world will be a better place. There will be a time when it is safe for me to go. It may not be two weeks from now. You may be at that same place again. That doesn't mean it was a poor day at the time. It just means it's not yet the time to go. And so to honor that and to really acknowledge that there's other things involved. It's not just you. You've got people here that you care about. You've got people and things on the other end. It is that holistic spectrum. Yeah. And so permission to process it is trusting your wisdom because it's a validation method. And, you know, I love this because you could take any situation, Mita, and this is what I want to do in the time we have left. You know, we can take any situation. We could take whether or not you should move to another state, you know, everything from you, do, do I buy this roast beef or not buy the roast beef? Do I call my son, my daughter, my friends? You know, do I do I take time to really create something in art that I want to create? I mean, this is not a situation that has to be like the one that just happened to me before the show. I call on personal wisdom so often, mm -hmm. so often. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're helping us understand is 
there's no big or little, there's no right or wrong. There's personal mm -hmm. wisdom. <laughs> there is. You know, personal wisdom also shows up for me in how we approach the day and what we ask for. You know, people talk about manifestations or intentions or prayers, whatever word you use in terms of your communication. That's also your personal wisdom speaking. It's your body and it's your soul putting out what it needs to know today or what it's feeling called to do today. Um, last week when my friend Mary was on, she uses a process called powerful questions, which was a new one for me. But she listens to her personal wisdom by asking a powerful question every day. She writes it down for an example of how can I be of service to someone today? She writes it down. She lets it go. And then throughout the day, her wisdom shows up and says, oh, you, you gave that parking space up to somebody because they needed it. Or, oh, you made a phone call to someone that you just felt compelled to call. Or, oh, um, this charitable request came in and I'd been meaning to do something about that. So I actually took the time to do the deposit. You've opened up the place for your wisdom to let all sorts of things show up during the day that allow you to trust it and know it and live out your intentions and your purpose for that day. So it, to me, works both ways. It's both getting the inputs to respond to, but it's also that wisdom of knowing what I should be putting out there today. You talked about your mom and knowing the fruit. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of the same thing in your own sphere. When you know something is right or good or the best thing, it talks to you. And so this way to open up that two-way communication, I want to put out so my wisdom can show up and I'm going to receive when there's opportunities to listen to that wisdom. Mm -hmm. And your knowing grows every single day, the more you practice both of those. You know, I love that you are helping so many people understand not just the power of this, but the nuances of it. Because earlier on the show, when I started, and I want to ask you to wrap up with this question is, boy, if we could call on our personal wisdom, how much easier would life get? Mm -hmm. Right? It is. Um, I'm pausing on the word easier. Because yeah. It's a loaded word as well. It is, it is a loaded word. <laughs> and everybody's definition of what it is. So the word that's coming to my mind to replace is how much truer would your life be? So if you are listening to that personal wisdom, you are making decisions that honor who you are in this world today. How do I show up as my best self? How do I listen to that wisdom how do I authentically live who I was sent here to be? So when I am true to myself, then the path is smoother. The choices are clearer. I think I'm happier with that. And I also could be very cognizant of when I choose to step out. So you're an example. Your answer might be, yes, it's best for me to go back to work but it is way too important to these people I care about who are here. So I'm going to pick the harder path. Yeah. <laughs> be 
because that's that's a great point <laughs> at the end of the day that's truer on that emotional level of the connection to those individuals overlays what might be the simpler way to approach it but at the end of the day you have truly lived into who you are as a person the reason that you're here and you've made a choice that's going to make your life a little more difficult but it's a very short-term difficulty and you have the strength and the wisdom to live through with that and know that you made a deliberate choice. You didn't stumble into it. You don't feel resentful. You're not crabby about it because you know what you did. Yeah. Um, you know, thank you for pointing that out because you're right. I mean, there are things that you weigh on multiple sides of any situation, right? Um, and making decisions like this are not necessarily easier. But what I meant by easier is to have the personal wisdom radar. I don't have another word for it. But to know you've got that mm -hmm. to call on. For me, doesn't put me in what I consider to be an isolated and alone place. Because I know that that wisdom is available. Right. So you're right. Easy was probably the pro easy was not the right word because there's nothing, nothing that I'm thinking about right now. That's easy about this. decision. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's authentic and it's connected and it's honoring where you need to be today. Yeah, it is. And, mm. you know, many of us still want to second guess that you still want to go to the yeah, buts. Oh, right. And when you and when you can let the yeah buts go, that's where your power to show up is. Yeah. That's where the ease comes from. That's where the positive energy comes from. And that's when the path straightens out. I love it. Mita Johnson, please tell people how they can reach you again and Happy New Year. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Happy New Year to you as well. You can find me at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. And I would love to have an exploratory meeting with you to see if I can help you deepen your wisdom. Thank you for listening and tuning in today. Thanks for tuning in to the Personal Wisdom Show with me, Mita Johnson. Join me every month for a conversation on key topics that will help you think about success, wisdom, and your time here in a new way. We are all here at this time for a reason, but by uncovering that and learning to live your life on purpose, we can truly change the energy and impacts of the world one human being at a time. To learn more about me, visit my website at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. We all have a soul level purpose. Tune in next time to transformationtalkradio.com to discover yours.